Welcome to the FedHeads, a weekly podcast from GuideHouse. Join the FedHeads each week as Robert Shea and a celebrity guest host talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to another episode of FedHeads, and like always, I'm surprised but delighted that our guest co-host has returned, Lauren DeYoung-Shulman, a muckety-muck at the Partnership for Public Service. Lauren, thanks for being with us again. Uh, well, as you know, I'm a huge fan of FedHeads and just surprised that after a couple of episodes, you allowed me to come back. So you, thank you. You're amazing. You and I both know that the government is on a journey to get a handle on data it has access to do, needs access to, and the ability to share it across agencies and with many of its partners. We are so lucky to have with us the government's leaders in this space, the chairman of the Chief Data Officer Council and CDO at OPM, Ted Kauk, and vice chair of the CDO Council, Dan Morgan, CDO at Department of Transportation. Gentlemen, we're so lucky to have you. Thanks for taking time out for FedHead. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. So we were talking about it before you joined. One of the reasons I reached out to y'all is because lightning struck in the form of a GAO report that articulated the progress that the chief data officer community has made without qualification. So I wanted to hear from you not only about what you've accomplished, but you know your engagement with GAO in communicating your progress, and of course, what's ahead for the chief data officer community. So tell us a little bit about the CDO Council, what you've been working on, and what you think are some of the key milestones it's accomplished over the last couple of years. Well, yeah, this is a great opportunity for us to just uh, step back step back and reflect on some of the, the work that we've been able to engage in. Really been a privilege to work alongside so many other chief data officers in government, people like Dan, who has been in the role at Department of Transportation for a number of years, but a lot of the CDOs who really only began their roles in about January of 2020 when the CDO Council starts. So I think just important to recognize that this role has not been around for a long time. It's essentially a new profession in government. And so the council itself has really worked over the past couple of years to create a lot of resources, sharing our knowledge to help this new profession in government be able to leverage data as strategic assets. So such things as developing resources around data skills, collaborating on government-wide data science hiring actions, creating better understanding around challenges and opportunities for data sharing, data inventory. But we've also been pleased to see that a number of agency CDOs have made a lot of substantial progress actually making gains at their agencies. There's a lot of work to do, but there are some CDOs that have already built in just a couple of years, large enterprise teams uh, and are really advancing evidence building capabilities at their agencies on a pretty broad scale. And of course, there are others that uh, that have smaller teams and then some that are uh, started as a team of one and, and are still kind of working through that in, in that in that role or even wearing multiple hats. So it is a, it is a still a new landscape and kind of an evolving landscape, but overall really, really proud of that. And I think a big part of being able to pull some of the best data expertise across government in the form of the CDOs that sit on the council, we did have an opportunity a couple of years ago to even think about what this GAO report would look like. And we did some visioning exercises, actually, believe it or not, about how we could actually try to accomplish as much as possible in the first two years. So it's really a good opportunity for us to step back and think about what's next for the profession and what's next for the council. Ted and Dan, I was looking at not only the GAO report, but also the second annual report that you submitted or completed at the end of December 2022. And it really struck me, just building what you said, this is a young community. You've got a lot of folks who've been doing this for a while, but many folks who are new to the federal government. But so much of what you've done in the past two years has been incredibly practical. You are creating resources that are immediately applicable by not only your peer C 
CDOs, but also others in government. And I mean, honestly, like as I was reading through it again, I was sending it around to people on my team. Like these are amazing resources, guys. That's not what every CXO or, or chief community does in the federal government. Some of them use for different purposes. What's your secret sauce? How is it that you've been able to create this community that is creating so many practical resources for everyone as they get this work off the ground? Dan and I are going to tag team this one. I'll I'll just say just a brief intro to that is that we, we've really thought about this as a community, right? Knowing that a lot of data work has, has been going on for many years in government. So there are a lot of bright spots in a lot of the different areas that we cover. So we started with that first and foremost, and then we really tried to pull and understand our community and what their needs were. And then based on those most strategic or most pressing needs, tried to address them, uh, I think is, is the summary way to talk about it. But Dan may want to highlight a few examples or, or say it differently. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we really were conscious about, and I think maybe almost too conscious, I think the community might be tired of us asking, are we doing the right thing? <laughs> we really did ask the community, what kind of council do we want to be? And if you look at the Evidence Act and if you take a look at what the responsibilities of chief data officers are, there's 14 or 20, depending on how you choose to count, responsibilities responsibilities of chief data officers. That's a lot to just get get up, you know, get get organized around. On top of that, CDOs were also looking at a federal data strategy for the very first time with action plans, some agency actions, and then some shared actions, you know, another 15 or 20 things to pay attention to that they were going to be measured on. And so I think in a, in a glut of guidance, we chose wayfinding as the way this community would, would be able to work together, right? Because we really wanted to hear where our people needed the most help to get their footing, to demonstrate success. And every agency measures success a little bit differently. Some of it was about completing those actions and making mm -hmm. sure that they made progress because that's what their agency leadership wanted to make sure got done. Some other folks were more directly placed into problem solving. You know, some of our earliest work, right? We had one in-person meeting and then maximum telework happened, right? Um, and we were all figuring out how to try to support our agency leadership with COVID-19 decision-making for our workforce and all these other kinds of things. I don't think anybody expected it to take as long as it has, right? But that was an organizing event for sure. Uh, again, very practical. Let's just help each other out. And I think that sort of has driven the rest of our work as we move ahead, even as we take a look at sort of some of the strategic issues that came up during the GAO audit and maybe some of the statutory responsibilities that we hadn't gotten around to yet, but were also things that our members need help with, right? So how do we begin that, those next practical steps for the things that haven't gotten their guidance yet? but we still need to do some wayfinding. And I think that's really, that's that's kind of why our logo looks the way it does. You can take a look, you can take a look at it a few different ways. I like to view it as the torch lighting the way. And I think it really does sort of embody the spirit that our, our own community has brought to the table, which I think we've been successful and I think honored to meet. Love it. Everybody's just gone and clicked on your uh, CDO Council website to look at the logo. You mentioned the Evidence Act, Dan, near and dear to my heart. One of the motivations for that was improving the ability of of organization at the federal government level, but also among partners at state and local and beyond to share data sets and unlock those the insights that are the potential of those data sets. And both your report and the GAO report point to the actions you've taken to help agencies figure out how to do that. Can you talk a little bit about progress that's made in that space? Sure. I, I mean, I think, you know, one of the indicators of a CDO's success is the resources that are accruing to them as they are making progress in their agency and they're demonstrating value 
value. So this is one thing that we tried to distill in the CDO playbook that we released about a year ago uh, and that we're going to continue to explore in the CDO bootcamp that we're going to be putting on this year, really to support the development of that profession. But part of it is decision-making about where you get started, where are you going to add value quickly? And so the Evidence Act provides, I think, a really good framework for really targeting your efforts toward helping your agency or your partners create insights from the data, starting with key questions in your learning agenda for research or pressing analytics questions that your agency needs to answer to meet its mission need really does create a lot of crystallization on why you need data governance. How are you going to go about integrating data that is needed to support those questions? And then questions around data maturity and data quality to ensure that you're using and providing the best data possible. So the the, the CDOs that I think have, have had the most success have really leveraged the amplitude of the Evidence Act, but then also made prior decisions about where they're going to get started and then built from there to impact the larger culture. So, you know, interested in, uh, in, in Dan's thoughts as well on this. I think you're right. I, I think solve someone's problem and pick which problems to solve, right? You're uh, you're starting out as a team of one almost in almost every case. What change management teaches us is to find the coalition of the willing and create a sense of urgency and work that problem. And that builds trust in an organization that people wonder why it was created in the first place. And, and it starts to, I think, build momentum and resources accrue to people who get stuff done. And so that's what we've been trying to raise up as the stories of our community. I think this year's awards program was another great example of some of the diversity of initiatives that got stuff done for agencies and for for the American people. And I think these are the kinds of things that we're looking to replicate. You know, whether GAO picks some select agencies, we got our awards program. There are bright spots all over the place, and we really just want to continue to cultivate that. So just building on this incredible momentum that you're both talking about, like all the resources that were built around data skills training, data sharing, data inventorying, all the work that's being done in support of the Infrastructure Act and so much more. You've already done so much, but what's ahead? What are you all looking forward to for the CDO Council in 2023? I'm going to pick up on Ted's, you know, he, he dropped the boot camp. One of my personal passions and, and why I'm excited to still continue to be part of the CDO Council's leadership team is thinking about how we're developing this as a profession. People don't go to CDO school. This was a job title that people got placed upon them. And what we're doing in the public sector is a little bit different than what's been going on in the private sector as it relates to data. No one's going to teach us but ourselves. And we have to like pay attention to what we're learning, record that for people and turn that into something that develops a CDO pipeline and begins to build that profession. So you'll see a a lot more focus on that. I think you'll see some focus on as you become a profession and and you you start to look to things like the data ethics framework that was first drafted under the initial Federal Data Strategy Action Plan. But now we're reflecting on it again and sort of saying, okay, how do we make this not shelfware, but a thing that is part of agency data programs and data culture? And what does it take for a CDO to lead that culture? And so these are the kinds of development opportunities that we're going to hope to create over the next couple of years. Last question for both of you. If you could give CDOs in your community a couple of pieces of advice going forward, what what are the most important pieces of advice you'd give them? Well, there's a a Latin phrase that I'm really fond of. So I'm going to go to that. Slowly. Go go slow, please. Well, it's festina lente is actually make haste slowly. And I think that's the that's the one I would go. I, I knew you were going to say that. I I meant to yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> In a rare fit, it's glitch. That's further explanation that the Latin phrase festina lente is not recorded. Suffice it to say, his advice to CDO: get after it. 
Dan? I don't have a lot to add to that, man. I think- No Latin? (laughs) No Latin, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, What I will say is, you know, this is, I think, one of the more interesting jobs in terms of abilities to create partnership. Where you choose to focus in terms of what part of your agency's mission sort of makes you sort of get up and show up to work every day is probably the place where you're going to make your first impacts and then be able to grow your office and your impact on your agency. But you can't do it alone. There's a community of us, of course, but there's also a community inside your agency. And building those coalitions is the way that change gets made in government. And so those leadership skills are just as important as the technical skills that come along with data. Fantastic. What was the Latin phrase, Ted? Festina Lente. Festina Lente. Make haste. Forge partnerships. What unbelievable concluding advice to give to your community. Lauren's delighted you mentioned partnership. She's from the Partnership for Public Service. Thanks for, thanks both of you for being with us. And Lauren, good to be with you too. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, a weekly podcast brought to you by GuideHouse.